listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Armed and dangerous. Ain't too many can bang with us. Straight up weed, no angel dust. Label us, notorious. Thug ass niggas that love the bus. It's strange to us. Y'all niggas be scrambling, gambling. gambling. Up in restaurants, mandolins, and violins. We just sit here trying to win, trying not to sin. High off weed and lots of gin. Man. So much smoke, need oxygen. Steadily counting them Benjamins. Nigga, you should too. Two. If you, you knew do. what this game would do, do to you. you. Been in this shit since 92. 92. Look at all the bullshit I've been, been through. through. So called beef with you know who. Fuck a few female stars, stars or two. two. Nigga, blue like nigga move like my shit not to be fucked with motherfucker better duck quick cause me and my dogs love the buck shit fuck the luck shit strict to aim no aspiration quick the games nigga spit your game talk your shit grab your gat call your click squeeze your clip hit the right one pass the weed i got to like one all them niggas i got to fight one all these hoes i got to like one our situation is a tight one what you gonna do nigga fight, fight or run, run hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen that's my damn notorious yeah nobody saw that coming big like nobody was rapping like bone period when they was on them tracks with them and he was the first nigga that i mean he didn't rap like bone because we could understand every word and it made complete sense but like nobody saw that shit i still remember when i heard that shit being like what that song is motherfucking flames i ain't got to understand them right i don't hear number 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 i didn't need to understand it right like notorious thugs that's all i need to understand nothing but thug not yet i i i know some of they verse but it's not i don't know all of it you just know how bone sounds Three seven a.m. up in the morning nigga like you don't never know that's all i get the cadence nigga <laughs> it was like get in the middle of the screen we mean was bone yes. thug for the perfect survival it was still flames even though i didn't know what it was right everybody knew enough i knew one dude that knew all the words of bone thugs and he Ooh, was, that's, that, that, that's a lot of studying the whole album and he would sit around and rap it to himself without the beat or the headphones and i just thought he was crazy did he just print the lyrics out that's the only way you gonna know it he was like oh no man they be saying this i'm like man i actually don't care so i hate to do this to you but but uh, but a lot of it is if you used to that cadence and that slang you probably could pick it up but you don't have to make any excuses you don't have to make any excuses he was lived up the street from me he wasn't used to nothing he was from charlotte just oh like no me. no not him not he him. wasn't from cleveland he ain't know what them niggas. he figured it out because he just loved them dudes i don't know how he figured it out but he knew that shit like i couldn't tell him nothing nothing i just be making the mumbles and shit to make it try to add up it's the first in the month wake, wake up wake up wake up get that paper wake up get up get up that's all like, I that's need all know. i got and uh i did yeah. like that one song bag of money but i don't remember if that was bone thugs yeah, or just everybody get them under everybody <laughs> and a good guy got them that's that's it for me see you at the crossroads we knew that's uncle it. charles we knew uncle charles and i'm and in my uncle, uncle charles y'all we that's, knew that that's part. about it that was that was about it for me y'all we knew that part that was yeah this is this is this is pre-google and shit so you either knew it or you didn't yeah now i remember they had something about like a bag of money but i just can't remember if it was one of them niggas or all of them niggas or what but it was uh something about a pack of money i just remember being like the shit goes yep that's i was there for the beats and the beats was banging so i'm like other shit i made my own version up 
yeah so anyway guys how y'all doing uh happy monday to you welcome to the blackout find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic and all that stuff leave us uh go to the blackouttips.com and leave comments and vote in the polls and all the things like that um let's see uh what is happening today karen started her new job yay um i'm hesitant i don't know how many details we should be giving out about the new job but how was your first day it was good y'all it was really really uh good i enjoyed it it was re- it, it wasn't stressful which is like a good thing on your first day because it's like almost like the first day of school where you're going in and you're, you're almost like you're the new kid on the block and you don't know nobody and you just walking in and you're like okay let me take this one step at a time you're learning new systems learning new language getting introduced to new people and it's one of those things where you walk around everybody go this is so-and-so this is so-and-so this is such a such a this is such a such a this is such a such a and you, and you just are you do just smile and grin because you go i'm not gonna remember none, none of these people's names yeah and um of course um you got off to a auspicious start because uh there's more karen i think they told her to be there at 10 30 yes they did but they had their signals crossed some of them thought she was getting there at 10 some mm-hmm. like 10 30 so when we got up i was like oh we can go to dick sporting goods because mm-hmm. i need a new basketball bag and new basketball and um and you guys know me there is nothing i like better than getting up early in the morning and getting on some dicks okay that'll make you slap somebody so we went all up in dicks it was and we plenty was of dicks happening so many balls right I mean, beside the mccormick and stitch i was like overwhelmed i said "Ooh, i am overwhelmed at all these balls up in dicks okay i'm gonna need to feel each and every one get my hands on all these balls and juggle them around I know. you know and the man was helping us you know we had to go up the stairs and go to that department and i was you know rubbing all on them ball bags to see if they how big and you know how much size they had how much heft they could hold you know and what i mean you know we we was like the old people we were dead the, the man was unlocking the doors we were standing there looking at him yeah we had the whole store ourselves so we was all up in dicks and then you know we got you know um you know after we got out of the morning dicks we got back home and uh karen got a text like hey where you at and i was like oh shit <laughs> I guess we i was like where i'm at what you mean where i'm at i guess we spent too much time a dicking around okay so when we had to get off the dicks a little bit it was on dicks too much so um did we but i did get my stuff but yeah karen was late so um and then it wasn't really even a big thing yeah it was their mix up not Mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. so i mean that's always good when because i put reminders in phones and shit so i don't forget yeah so that's always good when it's them fucking up you know so um <laughs> somebody said don't do that with your hand you talk about nobody's seen that um damon wayne special where uh he talked about the gay dude in the uh shower where uh with the um oh man that joke was so funny uh talking about how people be in the shower rushing in and out when people be naked and all this shit and he was like it's he was like it's always one gay dude in there he only watching the same spot in his middle of his stomach he's like, like it's low to your body baby look at all this dick <laughs> god man that special was so fucking funny man oh man anyway um <clears throat> i feel like i'm the only person that remembers that special i don't see nobody in chat talking about that damon wayne special it's old as fuck but uh man i laughed until i think i had an asthma attack 
that was my thing back in the day when i i, I had asthma really bad when i was a kid and if you my dad would let me sometimes stay up late to watch stand-up you know and i remember like and it was a great time for stand-up because i mean you had uh summer legends i mean eddie murphy mm-hmm. um uh robin harris mm-hmm. um martin lawrence um you know obviously he let me see some richard Pryor specials um robert townsend fox did he do stand up i i didn't i before my time okay right right okay um robert townsend had these specials uh god what were they called oh they were so good but robert townsend had some specials That's that were really dude. dope um dwayne's brothers the way the the wayans brothers were in robert townsend special okay you know living color was on tv then mm-hmm. uh partners in crime that was it uh chris rock uh had some early stand-up Shout out to that dude that dude bought a lot of legends in with him he said i'm coming in and all y'all coming in with me who are you talking about robert townsend okay cool cool because i okay so yeah robert townsend uh st- doesn't get enough credit for mm-hmm. black hollywood like people always look at like eddie murphy but honestly robert townsend put on so many people even before eddie did mm-hmm. maybe those people came to eddie's attention because of robert townsend because right he had like the wayans in his shit chris rock um robin harris um arsenio mm-hmm. like just i mean just talent just talent was everywhere um, so yeah at any rate man um i remember watching damon wayne special and i mean tears like my dad was like on some are you okay do you need to go to your room because you're going to die you're gonna die laughing and i don't know it's just at that time he was the funniest motherfucker in the world to me he had that mike tyson joke uh mr t joke like it was just i don't know man that was stand up was uh always held a special place in my heart mm-hmm. because of uh that era that i came up in um so and then my dad just having an affection for like richard Pryor and stuff that was some of the stuff he would let me listen to that cursing in it like my dad didn't want us listening to like wu-tang you know it's woo motherfucker no wu-tang he didn't want us listening to that but he would let me listen to like you know richard Pryor uh stand up or george carlin or somebody like that's that. a different type of cussing boy yeah so that was uh you know i think that may even you know be where i get a lot of where my um sense of humor is and how i saw like humor as a way through uh to communicate to my dad mm-hmm. you know because as a kid there's like especially a black kid there's like all these fucking uh layers between you and adults mm-hmm. you know you got to mm-hmm. respect them you have to fear them they're protecting you but part of the reason that where they're protecting you is you know by keeping you away from certain things and all this stuff because it's just worse for you to do it right like white kids you go to their house they mom fuck you mom and then you're like what is this and you black parents throwing shit at them and stuff and you're like Mm-mm. yeah black parents they punch you in your chest you try some shit like that <laughs> come on so uh you know my dad would like you know kind of that would be a time where i would be like okay this is making my dad laugh how do i do this you know and i think that's where i get a lot of my like love for comedy and humor from and it's also why i don't see comedy and humor the way so many people see it this thing where it's like you can't make this type of joke right um <clears throat> this is problematic or because someone says something on stage they are that's an endorsement of that point of view or that joke and yeah. i think that's why i grew up different because i was like yeah my dad doesn't listen to this and then go yep that's just how women are like he's like no that was a comedy time for an hour where that guy get to say 
you know whatever he can to make you laugh and then after the shit goes off you go right back to doing dishes and whatever the fuck else happens around the house right and i don't know if it's a generational thing but similar to me that's how i enjoy comedy because comedy is based in some reality and there's always going to be somebody at the end of the punchline. like that's just how jokes go right and the thing is i'm like i guess just being black you go entertain me be funny and people are funny in different ways and me laughing is not an endorsement of what the fuck you talking about and there's also this kind of like don't talk about that thing element that a lot of people have and i think that might be a i think that's always been there but the galvanizing of it is is something that's happened since social media came through right where it's like we don't want you to talk about x thing that happens in our community or x or the way people feel about this don't ever don't you can't bring that up you know and that's something that is kind of kind of new to in my opinion new to comedy as far as having a lot of people be able to like blast it back at you like you can't make this joke um like uh yeah comedy central just recently pulled a comedian's joke about xx tentations death amid outrage from fans the comedian has since issued an apology as well during an appearance on comedy central's this week at the comedy cellar comedian comedian dinner hashem made a joke about xx temptation's death that resulted in backlash from fans and friends of the late rapper is anyone still mourning xx temptation first of all comedy is not meant to be read the way i'm about to read it mm-mm, okay mm-mm. so cadence uh, matters like there's a lot of shit that they matters. took the the clip down so i can't actually play the clip for you i rather i wish i could just play the clip um because i i i i, I really do hate what we've done to stand up right. where we print something out in an article and go isn't this fucked up and it's like yeah if you strip it of the context of the stage the crowd the performance whether this person's doing a character or not right whether they're saying hey you know many comedians preface a bit with like i know this is fucked up but but you know like there's there's ways to communicate even a fucked up thought on stage that people will go oh there's we now are sharing humanity and commonality in our fucked up nature because we're saying oh yeah we we all have these moments where we're like you know a perfect example on twitter and facebook you see this all the time it's it's like a street joke at this point it's not even really that funny but you know the people that do the ugly baby comments you know oh you know some people got ugly babies and they you know and it's like you're not supposed to like walk in somebody's baby shower and call their baby ugly come on your hands might get put on you yeah nobody ever like names names with the ugly babies right nobody ever like goes on someone's page and be like yo baby is ugly right we get it but you want to do like a aren't i a stinker type of joke people do stuff like that on stage all the time yes they do but if you print that shit out it just look like you know a fucked up ism um anyway so uh yeah they took the joke down um let me see it was maybe this person captured it before it got taken down sorry i had to look on twitter to see if i could find morning xxx tentacion <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a rapper who uh, was murdered he's dead now um he was he was shot he was on his way to buy a car with fifty thousand dollars in cash and somebody shot him and took the money which is very tragic 
But I think also it would be a very good Venmo commercial. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing I thought when I heard that. Like, I don't have Venmo. I should get Venmo. And that's the joke that got people trying to trend cancel Comedy Central. Uh, we're thinking him being murdered is funny that's not even the joke isn't even haha he got murdered but okay yeah they don't want you to talk and bring certain things up and i understand that the um like i said it that the audience of comedy determines what's funny i completely understand that my problem is with a lot of these people y'all don't fucking like comedy and you're not funny like a lot of these people that's complaining like you don't have a funny funny bone in your body you're and like people like that i have a tendency to hate when they come and critique comedy because i was like the fuck you doing here well it's also just the sacred cows like you're not allowed to allowed to laugh at my thing right you know yeah this isn't funny it's my thing it's off limits um so you don't get to you don't get to do that so comedy central took it down uh, i think her people the what i heard i haven't seen it confirmed but her her people were like you can take this please take this down she put out a statement i wasn't uh uh you know statement as in a screenshot of her notes app on uh, <laughs> instagram i wasn't trying to hurt anyone's feelings mm-hmm. that's never what i want i'm a comic i use jokes to try to make dark topics less painful but i realize not everyone feels that way and don't want anyone to feel badly it was taken down and won't air on tv yeah, and also it's, it's it's almost like a catch twenty two because there are some things that people joke about that people have a problem with that are I'm not gonna say that are valid, but people go, well, that is too far, you know, and the audience has the right to critique and say that's not funny. But my problem is, uh, for me, and I understand a lot of a lot of comedians push back against this. Go, well, where do you draw the line? You know, right. as, as, and like, so, so that, that critique is very valid, you know, because there are some comedians that are not fucking funny. They just hack and they just say mean and hateful shit just to say mean and hateful shit. That's completely different than you took the time, you structured it, you're researching, you crafting it. You, you, you actually love what you do and you're making a fucked up situation funny. That's completely different than the hack ass comedians that people go at. Um, like I said, and it's like, like, like somebody, I thought, remember you, somebody said it's like two extremes. You have the people that don't like comedy fussing at the people that actually create comedy and they constantly go at each other because, you know, comedians like, I should be the right to tell what the, whatever kind of fucking joke I can tell. And they're like, this shit right here ain't funny. Right. Um, <clears throat> well, the thing for me is like, one, I thought the joke was crafted well. I, 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 would, I did I, too. Even if I would have been an XX Tentation fan, I wouldn't have found that offensive. I wouldn't have found, you know, if this shit would have happened after like Tupac, I wouldn't have been offended. Like, I don't think liking a rapper determines whether or not the joke is funny for me personally, but, you know, I also understand I operate completely different than most people. Mm-hmm. Like, most people really do have, like, you can't make this joke if it's about so and so. And I'm like, uh, is it funny i i I can laugh at the shit and and go i don't agree but other thing is xx temptation was not some saint Mm -mm. and um he probably of all the people that that the kind of internet fan bases have tried to like give sainthood post you know their death he's probably the hardest case to make for people because 
folks are like well you his fans he seemed to like be a very flawed individual that was uh you know abusive and all this other shit and you can't clean that up i know death Mm -hmm. sanitizes everything for a lot of people but you can't clean that up with certain folks and if the only defense you have for people that don't fuck with him is he's dead now so you got to you got to let it go you know whatever but that being said i don't think her joke was about because i don't like him no it wasn't so some people just mad that the the, the particular joke was just brought up yeah um so yeah at any rate um is you know it's i guess it was his fans or hip-hop people um yeah i see dj academics for who was that disgusting comedian who tried to make a whack joke about excess temptation and death you know stuff like that and uh sir ski mask said y'all take a look at this clown and scare share the link or whatever um yeah i don't know man this is one of those things where i feel like people try to pull into some like i mean it's kind of like what's happening with asap rocky a little bit where people Mm -hmm. try to turn it into it's a black man so therefore we should all be united in our disgust and protection of this black man and it's like not that's not that doesn't always ring true for anyone else Mm-mm. it's like every group has their people that they're like i have to protect this person and in this case i feel like xx temptation has become a person that a lot of black men specifically want to see protected lionized sanctified deified whatever in death and i just don't see it i don't see how it's gonna happen because um, his life was so public and people are reading his life for for what it was worth and there's a lot of people that go fuck him (laughs) right um yeah i don't think dina hashem is a white woman but i don't think she's black so people were saying that people were also saying if it was a man it would have been perceived differently i'm gonna be honest with y'all man i like the reason i'm not really that gang gung home defending the joke that hard is because she apologized and i've been saying this shit since we started the show i hate when a comedian is in the right and they apologize for a joke i don't think you should apologize for a joke that was like technically wasn't nothing wrong with it i think once you apologize you kind of do appease the people that had a problem with it and at that point it ain't my problem like Mm-mm. hey i didn't have a problem with your joke other people did you couldn't handle the heat of that but when you get on that stage your job is not to give everybody a point of view or to make everybody happy nope you know but you do have to pick and choose who the groups are that you are comfortable offending or getting offended and i feel like this was a contrived as like outrage flop like the same the same people like and this is why excess temptation is always a no go for me is because the same people that had to not be offended by his abusive ass past somehow are offended at a joke involving his death not a joke about his death but just a joke uh not a joke like haha i'm glad he's dead but a joke that is like centered around the idea that he died so how the fuck can you be that you know offended on one way and then completely like oblivious to the other shit i just don't understand it and i think it's such a stretch and it's so fake to put to be mad about one thing and not the other so that's why it's a non-starter the whole thing for me same yeah um let's see um posting a negative review online can get you sued well looks like we found our new five-star reviews policy karen 
uh posting reviews has become second nature for many consumers today 82 percent of adults can say they can read online reviews at least some of the time according to pew research center study so when they have a bad experience with a business up goes a review share with others but for one man in florida what he thought was a simple review turned into a year-long battle in court never thought i'd be sued over anything that i write there's no reason to say anything but the truth um but telling the truth got him in trouble his ordeal began when his 10 year old poodle rembrandt suddenly fell ill last year he rushed him to a nearby animal hospital where he says he was told the dog needed immediate surgery for what was probably a ruptured spleen i said you're gonna need you're gonna do this right now they said yeah six hours later he says the clinic told him to come pick rembrandt up they had been unable to find a surgeon he took the dog to a second clinic but said he was told it was too late and rembrandt would need to be euthanized it isn't like there's close there's a closure he's deserved a chance and they definitely didn't give him a chance if he would have died on the operating table i would have understood afterwards he posted a review on yelp writing the staff had wasted six hours of rembrandt's life and destroyed whatever chance he may have had to live our rembrandt deserved a better last day weeks later the hospital uh and veterinarian thomas mcphail uh what a terrible name for a veterinarian that may have let this dog die mm-hmm uh allegedly sued lloyd for defamation alleging his statements were false and published uh published maliciously and recklessly lloyd said i'm finding out that isn't always cheap to get it always it isn't always cheap to give an honest review because if the other person has money they can drive you in the ground uh he when cbs spoke with him in may lloyd owed twenty six thousand dollars in legal bills more than twenty thousand yearly social security income more that's so that's more than his actual income which is twenty thousand dollars for social security hey man um can i just say white people love dogs yes they do and they was like you ain't fucking up my business damn white people love dogs Mm -hmm. that's why they sued because they was like you're not fucking up my business because because this review is causing people not not to bring the animals here yeah but i mean you know it didn't start with that lawsuit Mm -mm. it started with them hitting them up like can you take this shit down he said no no snuggles would not have wanted this and they was like we will take you to court and this motherfucker got lawyers and bills was coming in every month and the bills was more than his income on social security and he was still like take this shit to trial trial, i can't imagine over a dog i'm sorry y'all i can't imagine no offense the dog lovers out there i just can't imagine it i can't imagine if it was a person maybe a dog yes i would take down my review okay i i, I still disagree but i will change i'll take my review down it's not worth going to fucking court but you know what you did you sons of bitches wow wow yeah because my, my thing is fucked up what is the grounds of the lawsuit like that's my thing because a lot of people do a lot of fucked up shit to black people and brown people and they write reviews going this place is fucking racist do that place have, does that place now have the right to sue me because i said you're goddamn racist well he's not the only one who's been sued uh last year a new york woman was sued by her doctor for a million dollars for posting negative online reviews a man in kansas sued over three-star trip advisor review of a theme park three stars <laughs> what sir that's not a five-star review this is a like i said man i i completely cannot see where this is coming from well we're gonna have to start looking at some of these itunes reviews and uh see what itunes can do to get some people up out of the paint and a south carolina woman was sued by a restaurant she claimed refused to honor coupon 
Wow. Well, they refused to honor it. I mean, she would not. The lawsuits are called SLAP. S L A P P. They stand for Strategic Lawsuit Against uh, Public Participation. A slap filler doesn't uh, go to court. A slap, I mean, a slap fowler doesn't go to court to seek justice. They are just trying to silence or harass or intimidate a critic of theirs. Some states have laws against slap lawsuits, but there is no federal anti-slap statute. Yeah, with Trump in office, they won't be. Earlier, that's a good point. Earlier this year, the FTC began cracking down on businesses that put gag clauses in their consumer contracts in violation of the Consumer Review Fairness Act. So there's also that. Apparently, certain they're like, "Hey, you can't give us a bad review, no matter how bad we turn out." That's false advertisement. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like, like the thing is, some of y'all, you're just shitty. You, you're bad. You're bad. So you don't want people to know that you're bad, so that you can keep suckering people into complaining about you and sending you to the bad business bureau. You don't give a fuck. It's got to be more costly to sue these people than to do a good job. Right. Thomas Lloyd stuck to his guns and countersued earlier this year. Two former veterinarians from the land gave sworn affidavits saying even though they lacked experience doing the emergency surgery Lloyd's dog needed, veterinarian McPhail had declined to do the surgery and instead left for vacation. What? justice for snuggles after the animal hospital's attorney learned of our interview with lloyd the case was quickly settled i bet you the fuck it was lloyd told werner they shouldn't be able to try to financially break somebody just because they don't like what you say right the animal hospital is now under new ownership it did not respond to cbs news request for comment yeah he should turn around and sue the fuck out of them i mean i think they just settled it so i mean i know they settled but it, but, it, <laughs> but it's just one of them things where this didn't have to be that's just more money he don't have to sue somebody it costs money to sue people so yep yeah you shouldn't be allowed to do that basically mm-hmm. you know do better at your job do better i agree uh, did you know delivery apps like DoorDash are using your tips to pay the workers' wages? I don't know if we covered this already. I feel like we may have, but mm-hmm. so like when you order DoorDash or you know certain food delivery uh, services, uh, they'll tell you like you want to tip them. Mm-hmm. So you say, hey, yeah, I want to give them a three dollar tip. You know, whatever. I bought a burrito from uh, from Chipotle. I'll throw three dollars on there. They already charged me like a delivery charge and stuff. Well basically they pay people six dollars and 85 cent per delivery right per order if i say i would like to give a three dollar tip how much do you think they pay the person three dollars that's their tip so just only three dollars instead of six dollars and 85 cent oh plus the three dollars plus so you, so you should... say so nine dollars 85 cent right yes no they pay that person six dollars and 85 cent what the fuck the tip go you pocketing it they pocket the tip they basically say okay instead of us paying you six dollars and 85 cent we now pay you uh three dollars and 85 cent and the other three dollars is from the customer no sir no sir no sir if the, if that's the case that's the case uh people gonna stop tipping yeah and, and it actually sounds like not tipping is actually better. like better for the system in some weird way because mm-hmm. then you're making them get paid by doordash right but that's so wild i I did not know 
like that's so fucked up like the illusion of tipping they're just getting more money for their delivery fee essentially and it's all going to doordash what a fucked up thing to do to people right like they should have to call that something else because it's not tipping like i don't know how that works yeah so i thought about this some of them you saw i'm all right because that's the what's the fucked up i'm all for a lot of these servers you already paying a 199 to 399 a 4.99 fucking delivery fee i'm already paying a goddamn delivery fee for the shit to get here in the first place and then if i decide to tip on top of that yes give the person the tip so i think i'm gonna have to start tipping in cash when i do this stuff a lot of people that's because it just doesn't make any fucking sense and i know uh i know what it was we covered instacart and those places where people shop for you and then Mm -hmm. bring the food to your you know to your house but it's like they're your shoppers or whatever those people also had the same payment system where they don't get a tip really so yeah that's so foul man right and i like and i'm thinking i'm doing a good thing think, like yo dang. here's a five dollar tip you know it's late at night or whatever because i normally only order this shit when it's like a, a, a situation where i'm like i don't want to leave the house at 10 you know whatever like right. i'm you know it's raining too hard you know it's some, just some bullshit and i'm like oh i guess i could have a delivery person do it and you know i'll give them a little bit of an extra tip on this shit so that you know for their troubles and come to find out they don't get shit Mm-mm. i'm giving you five dollars on a six dollar sandwich and doordash giving you basically a dollar of what you were supposed to get that's crazy all right um what else is happening oh uh update on the r kelly news uh r kelly's crisis manager daryl johnson uh managed to I said he quit hmm? i said did he quit no he didn't because he was in crisis what he's a crisis manager it's crisis for him the uh, manager well that's his job to manage the crisis for him and r kelly apparently <laughs> but uh yeah he gave an interview uh with cbs um this R&D morning singer r kelly will appear in federal court in brooklyn next month to face new sex crime charges federal prosecutors in illinois and new york charge a musician with a combined let me get to no but first of all shout out to gail for still being on this shit thanks you know and this is the same guy i don't know if you guys remember the interview gail did but the guy whose hand was on r kelly to basically be like hey uh you need to calm the entire fuck down mm-hmm. sit your ass down mm-hmm. it's him oh okay. so it's the same guy can y'all see my screen let's see i can now yep. okay. charges alone you're feeling his feeling this time around is what first of all what's up with your hair i don't think you should have the same hair as the porn stars on black.com i mean sir what what is happening with his face you can't be my crisis manager looking like one of the black people from zion in uh (laughs) matrix Matrix 3 okay you can't do that sir right now um well he's he's afraid he's scared um he's he's isolated well let's focus on the allegation oh they have him in suicide watch r kelly supposedly and i and isolated because he's afraid someone's gonna get him in jail which i mean karma come on karma first and then we'll get back to his mental state your feeling about these latest charges does he believe that he'll be acquitted again does this case feel different to you this time it does feel different but i said from the beginning that if you have the book the book has to keep 20 tapes if you read the indictment it's only five tapes it's not 20 tapes i don't think the number of the tapes is the issue daryl (laughs) what sir (laughs) 
listen it's only five provable evidences of him fucking little children's okay so i mean first of all you got lies right there they say and it's 20 it's actually five the so number don't ma- if it was fucking one the number doesn't matter sir if the tapes don't fit you must acquit we gonna have to go ahead and get a whole new retrial uh <laughs> i like how you said it's different yeah it's different it's feds the fed time hit a little different the fed charges hit a little different don't it yes you do i think what's on the tapes is the issue and now comes word that the one of the victims in 2008 is now cooperating with authorities doesn't this make this case different this time i don't see how um if she said that nothing happened it wasn't her first of all he just said it was different when she asked him the first time now he's saying he don't see how it's any different okay her her mother said it wasn't her. Her father said it wasn't her. She's cooperating this time, though. She's well, telling well, a different story, well, allegedly. Well, he was acquitted in this case with the same young lady. Kelly has repeatedly said that he doesn't have any money right now. He can't make any because he can't. Wait a minute. Is, am I the only one that he's saying his logic is that woman, it wasn't her in 2008. And now the person's like, I'm coming forward. I'm saying it was me in 2008. And I'm telling y'all right now it was me. And he's like <laughs> he was already acquitted uh by her it's like but you said it wasn't her in 2008 now you're saying it is her but she's acquitted like how 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 that work mm-hmm. kind of t- alternate multiverse timeline is happening here mm-hmm. i have no idea like are the did the avengers get blipped in this one or not what is happening and go perform how is he paying for his legal defense are other celebrities other musicians providing him money well, uh, Miss Kelly does have royalties that come in. So he's living on some of his royalties that he have. And uh, early on, fans and friends made a lot of donations. How do you explain? Disgusting. Y'all are disgusting people. Everybody that donated to him to keep this fucking pedophile away from justice and out of jail. Disgusting. And it also is telling that it wasn't until the motherfucker ran out of money that justice came. Ain't that some shit? they don't never fuck that you never get these motherfuckers off that pedestal until the money is fucked up then all of a sudden all they the, get old and don't got no power the arms of the law just come come through it's always someone missed a payment somewhere something happened and that's when all the justice card coming through mm-hmm. in all of these allegations i know uh mr kelly and yourself and all of his team have said he's absolutely innocent you have so many women who have come forward and they're telling the same story for a long period of years are all of these women just not telling the truth? Here's what I say. I've never called anybody a liar. I came on seven months ago. I walked into a front door, and I seen Mr. Kelly uh, being a normal person. I seen uh, Azrael and Jocelyn. Those are the two women who are two women now. Uh, they won. I came in unsuspected. No wonder what time I was coming. I arrived. Mr. Kelly was uh, recording. 20 minutes later, Azrael and Jocelyn walked in with shopping bags, uh, no security, uh, free, doing what they wanted to do. And I spent a lot of time with Kelly, and I still say my eye is trained. I haven't seen anything that would cause me to be suspicious of Daryl, nigga, you've been there seven months. There's so many things wrong here. Yes. Number one, this motherfucker is a practiced pedophile at this point right he's got an entire pedophile system around him pedophile ring it's the kobe system except for being a pedophile this motherfucker is not gonna just no one's just gonna walk up in the house for like that and be like oh i caught you too there's no fucking way you walk into r kelly's house unannounced no one knew you were coming he hired 
Yeah, he hired you. you so he knew you were coming what do you, what see this is the problem with these three you're getting paid by this man right you're well trained ah, of course you didn't see shit it's well trained to not see shit except the motherfucking bank account every friday what are you talking like this is the bullshit man this is why i wish i know it's not fair or whatever but this nigga should go to jail too go to jail what the fuck you have no fucking moral code you piece of shit well i'm getting a check <laughs> when you know how every man deserves a vigorous defense dog just go to jail motherfucker. who even wants to go to this man's house to be hired you know what i mean at this point uh you know what it was uh think about january this year i said you know what i need to go see about this job for r kelly he hiring yeah, somebody about what happened when your check stopped bouncing right you know he gonna he just like everybody else when the check don't come clear next time when somebody don't donate enough to the paypal for r kelly to, to pay your ass you gonna be singing a different tune but he's just happy to be on tv saying this stupid shit god oh daryl of course you wouldn't see me. i came in and saw mr kelly being a normal person too right sitting at his kitchen counter drinking tea all of that i saw that too we are not going to see that type of behavior the question is all of these women through through decades now have been telling the same story also they always say that right i didn't see any bad but i didn't see anything niggas act like ike turner was like beating whitney houston on stage during the middle of motherfucking like <laughs> during the middle of the performance ike Turner's beat whitney houston i'm I'm sorry tina turner okay yes karen died. i meant whitney houston he's a time traveler as well <laughs> they act like ike turner was beating tina turner on stage in front of everybody right it's like rolling punch punch rolling like that's not how it happens Mm-mm. like what the what the fuck what, so so fucked up Right. First, you and I aren't going to see that, or someone, if, if we walked in his house. What do you say to all of these women? What I say, still the question that haunts many people. Absolutely, and I understand that. What I say is, again, they've indicted Mr. Kelly. He's in jail right now. He will have his day in court. And they would have to bring the evidence. And that's what has to be done. If the evidence stick, Mr. Keller would spend the rest of his life in the penitentiary. You have a 20-something-year-old daughter. Would you allow her to be alone with, with Absolutely our, not. With R. Kelly? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Right. Why the fuck not, dog? I never called these women lies. I'll just say they're not telling the truth. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, they only got five tapes instead of 20. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, look, if the evidence stick, we'll see what happened. I mean, I didn't see no abuse myself and I got a well-trained eye. Would you let your daughter be a runner? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fuck not. Are you crazy, bitch? Yep. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> what do you think? I'm just going to serve up on a platter to this pedophile piece of shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Are we still recording? Is this commercial break? Is, is this thing still on? What? What are you talking uh, about? I wouldn't leave my daughter with anybody that's accused of pedophilia. So you, Period. So you would not? I would not leave my daughter with anyone that's accused of being a pedophile. I would not. That doesn't seem like a contradiction to you. You're absolutely, sitting here a, a, absolutely, defending R. Kelly, but at the same time saying you wouldn't leave your own daughter with him. I wouldn't leave my daughter with anyone. Okay, you know what? Okay, new theory, new theory, new theory, okay? Hear me out r kelly has actually not been able to pay this man uh and the checks have not cleared and that's why he just went on the interview and just threw r kelly under the bus because nothing else makes sense it, it clearly this man has he's disgruntled he has not been paid for quite some time ah! gail invited him to the show and he said you know what fuck r kelly 
um absolutely would not let my daughter be around this pedophile are you crazy okay i'm not that type of man all right now he may be a pedophile okay who i would defend until the checks you know come in but uh that was that was the last payment was in june and so fuck r kelly okay he a pedophile don't let your kids be around him okay i'm gonna say it again that's accused of being a pedophile all right you started at the beginning talking about mr kelly's mental health what is his mental health? Is he under suicide watch? Are you concerned Absolutely. about Absolutely. I am concerned about Mr. Kelly. Um, is he under suicide watch? Uh, I would assume at this point he is. Ms. Kelly's a mess. So he don't even know. I've heard right. statements that he's happy. And- Just that try to get that sympathy shit. Oh, he's so sad, y'all. Let him out of jail. Sorry for raping all them kids. My bad. <laughs> and- this is going on and, uh he wanted to be at this particular place it's absolutely not true no one wants to be locked down 24 hours no tv he can't read and write so he can't read a book um it's almost as if shade you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i mean no, already been, the only thing he could do is watch cartoons convicted him. are you concerned about him harming himself while he's in prison um i am absolutely harming himself how well, I, I don't i don't know uh and when you're in the state of mind of miss kelly right now uh any person including myself or you would probably want to uh, the authority to be cautious of uh what is taking place thank you daryl johnson you're welcome into that. jesus christ that goddamn devil that goddamn devil that's all he is oh my god how do you fucking <sighs> how do you even look your daughter in the eyes after you do an interview like that piece of shit <laughs> i mean i would imagine miss kelly is in there probably crying and shit probably sad uh we should probably let him out for you know so he could rape a kid i mean i don't really see the problem you know i wouldn't let my daughter be around him because you know he, he he a pedophile and rapist but other than that i don't really see what the problem is gail so you know he probably in there you know what i'm saying reading picture books and shit you know he can't read so they probably gave him like you know some crayons something to color with he real good at coloring between lines. You no, know, he only get one hour of TV, and they won't let him watch any of his tapes. Like they confiscated all his tapes, allegedly. That you know they say they had twenty, but the only five showed up. So, I mean, that's only five rapes. So I would imagine the feds will probably let him go off of this. The fuck out of here, man. <sighs> I feel about him the same way people felt about that. Uh, wait. I feel about him the same way I felt about that woman that was defending Bill Cosby in public that was a lawyer and everybody's talking about how brilliant she was. I was like, no. if you niggas are going to black girl magic yourselves right out of your hypocritical socks, like y'all cannot just jump on the like, this a this person is in my same genre. Mm, I got the support. No, mm, you don't. It's a fucker too. Some motherfuckers is enemies to the entire existence of everybody with that bullshit for a dollar for a dollar they will sit up there imagine it was you that got sexually assaulted and everybody's on tv praising this woman because she wore a nice dress and was saying uh the same hotel bullshit they say on facebook it was so disappointing and guess what she didn't stay long right fuck him uh bow wow says he had this bitch first while referring to ciara Lord, she is trying to live her life married to Russell Wilson and baby future and leave them people alone. It feels like, and I've said this before on Balls Deep with Justin, it feels like these niggas are, him and Nate Davis are are making some pretty big assumptions on the type of Christian Russell must be. 
like oh he's so churched up and saved up and such a good guy that he's not a football player a fucking football player dog an like, athlete like what is it gonna take y'all leave that woman alone she's just trying to live her goddamn life and normally even like really toxic fucked up dudes have a line of well that is somebody's wife and they and i know it's not the same as what you would hope that people just go that's a human being i'm gonna respect her blah 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 okay cool the end results are the same but normally these dudes have a line of okay that's somebody's wife she's under the protection of the auspices of a man right so now she is the property of this man i would not demean her in, in any in public because this this is be this would be me dissing a man and that's wrong right they can never do the math of, of respecting women in general but mm-hmm. that math we saw it happen after nipsey uh nipsey hustle died and mm-hmm. pe- uh i forget the dude's name but he was talking about his wife and then all the hip-hop came out of nowhere like don't you be talking about this man's or uh maybe she's not his wife but you know the mother mm-hmm. of his child or whatever right. it was um so yeah bow wow and cr briefly dated over a decade ago right they haven't been in ottoman forever and now he's trying to pull a ray j uh video of a recent performance has gone viral while performing their collaboration like you bow wow pauses to say i had this bitch first first of all where's this coming from someone pays bow wow to perform in 2019 apparently somebody is what club when was a, this when the last time you heard a bow wow hit am what, i the only one what venue was this this throwback thursdays oldies night like right because because that's literally what his music is nowadays it's oldies it's not definitely not the kids oh no no a lot of kids but who the hell is bow wow it was like 40 and overnight at the club or some shit one person wrote and she secured more money than you have your whole career so another said laugh my ass off he is petty and so goddamn irrelevant that song came out when i was in elementary school come on now meanwhile on instagram yippee-ki-yo yippee-ki-yay his biggest accomplishments are the women he's dated he's letting that be known such a dweeb yeah he also um you know didn't he hit a woman off of love and hip-hop or some shit like erica minna or somebody like i'm not sure ain't ain't he the one too that uh what was it um nba all-star weekend wasn't that him or that was somebody else all-star weekend what happened yeah well didn't you read a story about nba all-star weekend him and a woman fell out in the hotel room yes that was him okay in the oh, elevator right and he right, was threatening her right and uh, did she whoop his she, ass uh i can't remember she hit him no yeah he he went to jail he looked all fucked up in the pictures and i and you know of course black dudes jumped on it real quick oh so y'all just gonna say that uh he was out here yeah so if a woman would have got beat like this y'all wouldn't and then uh they video no. service of that fucking elevator it was like oh chad was chad was out here trying to fight uh trying to intimidate this woman and in front of these two what appear to be bodyguards and look like he got his ass whooped when he got to the room he tried that physical shit and she said okay then bitch i'm not getting beat by a four foot two dude no you get these hands that's not going on my resume you might you can fight me but what you won't do is beat me come on and so uh they fought the fair one and he lost and then uh then of course once the video came out of course all that shit died down about the if it was a sister y'all you know you know how niggas do flip-flop um so yeah that's uh ridiculous 
um you know it's also that ownership that dudes thing like i put my dick in somebody once so that, that don't mean a motherfucking thing I don't, I don't know why people why men think they dick is that goddamn powerful and hopefully you know i mean i would imagine russell wilson is secure enough after dealing with future and this hive of villainy and shit um i'm sure that he's secure enough that he's probably like man this shit don't even bother me i'm not Mm-mm. like i love my wife and i don't like everybody has fucked other people russell wilson used to be married to a whole other woman like if anything could y'all at least just be fucking respectful and leave it at that mm-hmm. you know what he gonna do quick keep on putting pictures up a baby future passing him the football to my daddy i want to be like you right good grief man so <sighs> so and they so fucking a cute ass family too right happy as fuck it's something about her it's something about her prospering and moving on to just it got niggas in their fucking feelings because they feel like she wasn't supposed to get no good man you know baby by future used to date uh bow wow fucking 10 years ago my nigga 10 that's a whole decade i know and i think women get attached to that shit forever men you know there's no attachment a man could be cheating on the woman he's with right now and they, they, it won't affect their career at all Mm-mm. um joe button got caught cheating not too long ago ain't changed shit motherfuckers mm-hmm. still tweeting with authority on twitter still got a podcast people listen to for advice like it don't matter when it's a dude when it's a woman though that shit'll ruin your whole career and she has escaped that she's just been out here and she's fought for her happiness found her the good corny dude that treat her good come on and is probably getting her back blown out every every so often and gallivanting around the globe and looks so stress-free and relieved that these niggas want to bring her back down and you never really see her like crack you know she don't even fuck around and talk shit about future interviews or nothing she just take them to court right that's it i'm trying to tell you ain't nothing wrong with a good corny ass dude <laughs> right like i will tell anybody that yeah i always say love is corny anyway it is ain't no i don't don't love me cool i don't want Mm-mm. it i don't want you to be smooth at all if your love gotta look cool like that shit too cool to, to really show any like actual affections Affection, and right? emotion and acts of service and all you too cool for that shit i'm good mm-hmm. on it i can only show you affection behind closed doors the fuck out of here right i need my shit to be corny like i'm on holding hands corny come on fuck fuck like i won't i won't walk in walk it out in public and you smack my ass corny yeah like this 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 shit this shit is for the birds this cool ass love Mm -hmm. you know when we together we together but you know wifey fuck that shit claim me bitch you better 100 (laughs) percent claim me the fuck (sighs) in public and in private everybody better know you claimed russ be looking happy as shit he be looking like i can't believe sierra done fucked up and got with a corny nigga i don't i couldn't believe it either y'all what about nate davis and shad who i never i don't listen to rap you think i listen to that i am listening to old town road for the hundredth time today come on that's why i still number one after 45 weeks me and little future we be singing that shit now take my mm-hmm. got the new baby bopping right give a fuck about that shit i fuck with russ me too heavy um but you know what that is from shad what is, what is that? What are you doing? Mm. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm just uh, enjoying these sour grapes you brought. What you got there? Sour grapes. You got a grip of sour grapes. Oh, them sour grapes. You brought them sour grapes. Sour grapes. Sour grapes. You got them 
Yeah, and uh, I saw Jenna in the chat say, actually, if anyone's corny, it's Lil Bow Wow. I completely understand what you're saying. But I mean corny in a good, affectionate way. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it demeaning. Mm -mm. Russ is corny. That's okay. I don't know why people think everybody got to be, like, so cool. Like, cool for a lot of people is a lot of ways that they hide their emotional vulnerability, Mm -hmm. their emotional connection, their passions and shit because you too worried about what the cool is so like when you get older you realize how much cool is the opposite of cool because it's like right. it's like yo you worried about the way the world views you so fucking much you don't let yourself really live and be you don't yourself let your, yeah you can't experience shit you can't ever like be hurt or be too happy you can't ever be shit because you're all you know what i'm saying so like absolutely bow wow corny as fuck for saying this shit i totally in the bad way but what i just want to say it's not the same corny i was saying with russ i don't want people to think it's the same right. shit bow wow is corny as fuck i think all this like too cool for love niggas is corny as fuck but uh but russ is corny but it's in a good wholesome way like i don't think there's nothing wrong with that type of corniness i think it's adorable like y'all be corny together find your the person that match your corny and y'all go be corny together this this shit where you too cool to be with somebody and shit i mean that's cool but don't waste my time with it i don't want it don't waste my time uh let's see what else happened um uh speaking of cool um the remains of a man found behind a supermarket freezer after 10 years oh it didn't stink oh well it was in the freezer no yeah uh larry ellie murillo makata was working at no frills supermarket in council bluffs iowa got all the frills was this was this person a missing person what the fuck is happening here he went missing november 28 2009 the 25 year old was reportedly missing by his parents after he ran out of the family home in the snowstorm following an argument he failed to return home and was never heard from again police had no leads on his missing person case for a decade until the de- a decomposing body was miraculously discovered back in january contractors had gone into the supermarket was shut down three years ago to remove <gasps> the fittings and tear apart the freezer unit they discovered the body in an 18 inch gap between the freezer and the wall god damn imagine being the person that found that and I, it, th- it shut down three years ago which means they probably ain't had power in forever i know the motherfucker stank at the time authorities said it appeared the body had been there for a lengthy period of time council bluffs police sergeant brandon danielson told the des moines register that uh he immediately came to his mind when the body was found the remains were set off to for dna testing and they've only confirmed that they belong to him they compared the remains uh i mean they compared it to his parents and autopsy showed no signs of trauma uh and his death has since been ruled an accident how the fuck do you get stuck in an 18 inch like did he get stuck back there had to have and like you say with it being frozen you're not gonna get that that odor of death if that makes it like like with the decompic uh yeah decomposing body yeah they say he went to the store after argument with his parents and they believe he climbed to on top of the freezer when they say he became trapped after somehow falling 12 feet between the gap behind the freezer oh my god 
oh my god what a horrible way to die uh former employees at the supermarket told the police that it was not uncommon for staff to climb on top of the freezer because the space was often used as storage the sound of the freezer could have drowned out any cries for help it's so loud there's probably no way anyone heard him numerous former shoppers have since said they could always smell something terrible when they were inside the store police say they have now closed a cold case investigation holy shit that's an extra cold case the investigation that's the freezing case right there good grief Ooh, right in the in the in the freezer is the only probably the only um way they could uh actually identify the body because the body's still cold but yeah like i said it had to us think like it, it it makes sense that you had some form of an odor because you basically had a decomposing body oh my god oh my god no way no no thank you no thank you for any of this um all right let's see what else we got um uh you know what let's actually switch it up a bit no fucking with black people today after that horrible story right um and let's do some um let's do some uh white people news all right we all love that i think um you guys are still fans of white people news uh so let me uh pull up the old uh youtubes here and find us a nice song to listen to to start off the white people news oh, this guy has a lot of toys in his house what is happening your love was through and through, but we made it through the storm. I really want to be like, I really want to be like, Took a while to figure out what he was singing. You know you're going to see her at concert? I don't want this version. He going to be there? No, the hell he ain't. Real love. I won't be two stepping to this. I'm searching for a real love. Won't no auntie swag be Someone happening to this. My heart free, real love. I'm searching for a real love. When I met you, I just knew that you would take my heart and run. Until you told me how you felt for me You said I'm not the one So I slowly came to see All of the things that you are made of And inspiration To lead me to want some real, real love I'm searching for some real love Someone to set my heart free Real love she needs to set you free of this song. <laughs> Bad. You're gonna be searching for a while. And I thought you were the answer to the questions in my mind. Oh, you getting it? He's feeling it now, Karen. And I thought you were the answer to the questions in my mind. Wow. This is uh, Chris Lambert's favorite yeah, part. Oh, he's not done. Ah, ah. Is, is this even 
even in the song? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard this version. This not even in the. What song is this now? I don't know. Did he change the songs? Is he just trying to trick us into listening to his song? Oh, we're back. Okay. I'm asking for a real love. Someone to set my heart free, real love. Keep in mind, y'all, this is Corey Glover's favorite podcast, Real Love. Hey. <laughs> he say I'm singing is bad. <laughs> He got us beat, Corey. Woo! Give it up for my man, Mike Dowdy. Mm, no, I will not be giving it up. My, Mike Dowdy, y'all. <laughs> Mike Dowdy on the beat, okay? He'll be here all week. Tip your waitresses. Yeah. <laughs> tip your, uh, tip your door dash drivers, okay? He'll be here all week. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. He did not do well on that. Mm-mm. Um, alright. We gotta start with Trump news. Cause that child's man, we didn't vote for him. No, the hell I didn't. It's white people's news. White people's president. Georgia state representative verbally attacked by a Trump supporter who told her, "Go back to where you came from." A hundred. Apparently, we all playing fucking with black people. <coughs> so you telling me a Trump supporter told somebody go back where they came from? Bitch, you first. Uh, Erica Thomas went live on Facebook on Friday and shared her frustration while grocery shopping when she was verbally attacked by a Trump supporter who told her, go back where you came from. Thomas said she was standing in the express line when a man began yelling at her for having too many items. I'm at the grocery store and I'm in the aisle that says 10 items or less. I have 15, yes, I have 15 items, but I'm nine months pregnant and I can't stand up for long. This white man comes up and says, you lazy son of a bitch. He says, you lazy son of a bitch. You need to go back where you came from it hurt me so bad i'm sorry y'all because everything in me just wanted to tell him who i am but i couldn't i couldn't get anything out first of all let me tell you something so brave of her to share this because one thing i talked to bossy about this sometimes and she, she put the perfect terms today she said people re- really be writing fan fiction of their lives sometimes on twitter mm-hmm. and facebook mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. and they always write these scenarios where they had a perfect snappy comeback or they told they you know they stand up and they catch the thing right away and, they, and in the middle of the moment they're like i seized the moment i'm the star and i put drop my mic on the ground and i walked off and said you motherfucker i'm the best and while that's cool if it did happen mm-hmm people don't share their l's and people don't share the times what racism really feels like it's not always gonna be a witty comeback Mm -hmm. or sassy remark or something to set the white people straight sometimes it's just this come on i i just wanted to go shopping i didn't think i'd be facing the fucking racist dude come on i didn't realize it's gonna be a march i just wanted to buy some fucking groceries yeah and i don't have the time to tell you i'm a council person or i'm a politician and i do this and i do that's just i'm just a black pregnant black woman trying to get 15 items who can't doesn't want to stand for long because i'm nine months pregnant and i don't need to be stressed the fuck out right now and you couldn't wait to call me a bitch twice and then uh fucking say some shit like that and no i'm not surprised it's a goddamn trump supporter this what they voted for yes it is 
no one who fucks with trump is not racist or at the at the best case scenario extremely tolerant of racism there just isn't two ways to look about this shit um yeah it hurt me so bad i'm sorry y'all but i couldn't get anything out um she added that her nine-year-old daughter was standing next to her during the tirade i couldn't even explain to her why he has so much hate in his heart uh since trump's racist tweets about four minority congresswomen uh um telling them to go back to where they came from his supporters are becoming bolder and showcasing their hatred the video's gone uh viral on twitter with the hashtag i stand with erica man i I hate to be the the debbie downer on this shit i don't know what the fuck is supposed to happen when people do those hashtags i I, like i hope they get the motherfucker who did this shit or something like that happens to them some video services or something like that i would love to see this person get some real consequences hashtag standing with somebody don't mean shit to me Mm -mm. it's like the least amount of fucking effort that's you know it's one of the things that it's such a illusion of power like look we did something you didn't do shit hashtag i stand with this person but like this shit really happened to this person and there's nothing protecting them from it happening again there's nothing people are saying or doing to make sure this shit you know like maybe you can put some money on a patreon or some shit but you're not really we don't have a protection against this and i don't like the illusion that social media provides it's like we're really working hard to create this safe space we didn't do shit no one did any like this is not an actual safe space it reminds me when people say i stand with ilhan omar it's like nigga called the security people for her don't like i think it was pelosi that called the fucking dc police or whatever it was the the capitol police and said hey put a detail protecting her like what the fuck this is like these hashtags ain't doing shit right but nancy pelosi don't care about yeah i'm not even gonna nah, yeah, i'm not yeah. trying to do that but you know what i'm saying like re- there's real action in there's fucking like things that make us feel good that shit make people feel good but like what's the fucking result of that trump's attorney general is the reason why the officer who killed erica eric gardner will not be charged of course he is right he don't give a fuck yeah all the motherfuckers told you to stay home wasn't thinking about shit like this or they thought it didn't care or will get a revolution or some stupid shit like that this was the shit i was talking about for years at this point all this shit matters mm-hmm. like this the, the, like <laughs> of course uh trump's shit flows downhill all the appointments that he makes are indications and um um co-conspirators uh, of how he feels like that like he's not gonna appoint an attorney general who goes yeah we need some justice in this case need to let me let me weld my deputy badge as the attorney general and fucking bring these people to justice now if this would have been like maybe loretta lynch or possibly i mean shit we know if it would be eric holder what it would have would have been but yeah loretta lynch might have been a maybe but yeah yeah eric holder would have been definitely but Barr, nah he ain't about to do that shit william Barr out here like man fuck that nigga guarantee he thought that shit before he signed off on this um yeah so he made the final call on the decision not to move forward prosecuting officer uh pantaleo and eric gardner's death siding with the edny recommendation over the department of justice own civil rights division his own department of justice said we recommend prosecution he said "Mm, no, 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 no 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 we'll have none of that voting matters man 
so when you're watching all this history you know when you're watching like the family be hysterical out in what? public crying pleading for justice doing press conferences and shit remember the motherfuckers that told you it's not important to vote remember them motherfuckers if you feel bad then don't vote if your tummy hurts don't vote whatever the fuck remember them motherfuckers too fuck them enemies of the fucking state all of them enemies of enemies of the black state like you still like we need some fucking help at where we can get it it doesn't mean you have to rest on your laurels every other place but goddamn, what's the fucking point of fighting a waterfall like don't you want some that hey can we turn this water down a little bit no nah, let's just turn it up let's break the dam fuck it and then we'll fight for justice together no you won't i'm not gonna go all the way in but yeah you're gonna drown like the rest of us like you know like you got because they because a lot of these motherfuckers are insulated they already back at like fucking regular ass jobs and some of these motherfuckers don't even do what they was doing back in 2006 no they are not 16 yeah but yeah some of them don't even do that shit no more dog like we y'all was listening to them like you hosting love and hip-hop reunion shows now and i'm supposed to be like well this person told me jill stein like fuck out of here Megan McCain slams Trump for taking away her ability to not look racist. That's basically all it was. She went to On The View, uh, where she's great for ratings. And said, that's why she's still there. Everyone at this table, and I think people that watch this show or have seen even the dumpster fire of my interview with Seth Myers know I have been one of Ilhan Omar's most vocal critics regarding Israel, regarding some of her comments, and I and others interpret it as anti-Semitic. She said on The View Thursday, um yeah she had went on uh seth myers uh and he called mccain out for her statements on omar leading her husband to call the host an untalented piece of shit who's only has a job because he regularly gargled lauren michael's balls uh mccain reveled in the role of anti-omar truth teller as least until trump tweeted that she should uh you know they should all go back uh and then she says the problem right now is you're taking away my agency to criticize her policy i can't be racist no more if you're gonna be openly racist how i'm gonna just target this muslim woman with a bunch of like low-key dog whistle racism if you're gonna pull out the actual like referee whistle racism that wasn't in the game plan i hate her man she's trash dog she's really a fucked up person but she gonna be on on the view for a long time as long as she wants to be that i, I can't imagine a reason to get rid of her if i was the view people because right. she drives a lot of viral yeah a lot of viral content comes from her uh being on there arguing with those women right uh and then uh trump had a rally where they he led a chant that really was on some hitler shit on some like they like the crowd was chanting send her back and he was basking in it as he does when the crowd chants you know really smug satisfied face um and uh then when called on it he was like well i disagree with those people and uh you can see i started talking real fast to make them be quiet and obviously the tape shows he didn't do that um and uh then after that he went reversed on that and called those people incredible patriots because they're fucking dumbasses and they of course will eat up whichever way they're being served so as long as he says oh no these guys are deplorable oops i mean uh great patriots it sounds like jl covan on um 
making podcasts great again when he goes off the record as trump and mm-hmm. is like and talks about how trump really feels about these voters and it goes back on the record i mean that that is trump yes it is and we're watching it in real time and nothing's happening to him um and for me personally you know one of the reasons we don't cover the reason we have that child's man on this show and we don't cover trump news every day like a many many podcasts do or we don't ignore him altogether is because these segments make me upset mm-hmm. and i don't want to do a disservice to our audience by never ever talking about this motherfucker i think there's some people that and i wouldn't feel right to never talk about him to be fair uh, i am going to talk about this motherfucker he is the president i still call him the president i wouldn't i'm not going to call him some other shit like this didn't happen he's the president i didn't vote for the motherfucker but a lot of people did um but um every time i think about this dude i go back to 2016 mm-hmm. and the media and the podcast and the voters and the and twitter and all these people how white people talked about this dude as if he was a sideshow as if he was entertainment Dang, was a joke as if he was harmless as mm-hmm. if well he's a ma- he's just shaking things up he's a maverick he's a businessman look we need to drain the swamp and they put the fucking swamp monster in the middle of the swamp the biggest most corrupt lying hypocritical rapist piece of shit you put this motherfucker in charge of the country like i will never ever ever be able to like live that down i can never forgive white people tm for that shit period i will never do it i will die and i will always be upset by that because everyone else was a canary in the coal mine and everyone else black people hispanic people women everybody's like no this motherfucker's a real problem and now what three years into his administration <clears throat> if it's been three years <clears throat> yeah his 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 um his time in office age like dog years it's like you, you just don't you lose track of time yeah i never trusted white people in general so don't hit me with the oh you were surprised you shocked if you write that in completely stop listening to the show suck my dick but <clears throat> the depths of the amusement they got from trump like right. i'm not talking about racist i don't know or hang out with racist white people Mm-mm. so for, i know some of y'all do still trucking that and that's so old school but your boy is out for that um i'm talking well-meaning quote-unquote liberal independent you know these white people that would think that i don't have a racist on my body i got black friends those white people that thought he was like a cute sideshow mm-hmm. i'd rather i mean he's more interested than hillary clinton i know that much i'd rather drink a beer with him you know those motherfuckers but still think that somehow we should listen to them on policy and race and shit in america those people thought this dude was so fucking harmless you know like that was a thing that happened and the whole time i'm like if this motherfucker win he's eroding everyone's rights except for white men everyone's taking a step back and poor white men too everybody except for rich white men is taking a hit in america right now and it's all because y'all don't like niggas that much y'all don't like brown people that much y'all don't like gay people that fucking much you will hurt yourself mm-hmm. you will stab yourself with three inches of a knife because i got stabbed with six yes sir that's really what we seeing and it's just disgusting and i don't like i said i hate talking about this shit 
because it always brings me back to this place but i feel that as a duty on the show to always talk about this shit too so anyway now let's get to some charming nice white people news guys okay let's detoxify ourselves with palate cleanser what these white folks are up to okay um anna wintour <clears throat> anna wintour you show us the pictures this time can't you kinda i mean some of these are picture ones and some of these aren't karen okay uh, i know you think they're all picture ones i don't know why i think that they're not all picture ones some of them are some of them aren't <laughs> but uh i will try to show you the problem I, I have is that uh it always shows all my stories when i do this so this sucks oh, okay so there's no surprise but uh, i'll do what i can do no um so anna wintour got interviewed um and she said uh i think first lady michelle obama really was so incredible uh she masterfully dodges question about melania trump by praising her predecessor and twitter has praised her classy shade anna wintour unashamedly dodged a question about melania trump in a new interview um appeared on the economist podcast the 69 year old vogue editor was asked her opinion of the outfits the current lady 49 sported during a visit to the uk last month but anna avoided the question by quickly shifting the conversation to focus on michelle uh who's 55 and uh i guess uh melania's 49 Ooh, who would have guessed that right uh, i think <laughs> black on crack i think first lady michelle obama really was so incredible in every decision she made about fashion she said in a response to the question from british journalist Anne mcelvoy yeah i still remember that black woman who i don't fuck with i know some people like she'd be on twitter pulling out the black woman shit sometimes but she wrote that thing about uh about uh, not liking michelle obama's fashions not liking uh serena williams cover when she was uh pregnant or whatever not like a beyonce's pregnancy photo on instagram like i don't know man be your own people uh in the interview clip and asked anna to uh comment on melania's fashion choices during a recent trip to the uk with her husband the journalist pointed out that there is something so visual about the trumps before referencing president donald trump's ill-fitting suits and strange trousers she went on to talk about melania during a trip before asking for anna's opinion on the fashion choices melania put together uh the presenter said melania put together in a much more put together way she did come to uk to the uk and i think very consciously wanted to see herself as an ambassador for british fashion in this case as a transatlantic ambassador i mean do you value that or would you just rather stay away from the trumps in a response and avoided answering the question by saying well i look uh well i think first lady michelle obama really was so incredible at every decision she made about fashion shade mm. the shade of it all uh <laughs> it's rain and shade um so i guess that's the end of this article i don't see and that's all that matters yeah so she was a shady boots um to melania um yeah and i I mean i try to stay away from all the shit about melania people don't know how they feel about her i've seen her pitched as like this victim of like this abusive man you know Mm -mm. which i don't buy Mm -mm. i think she's She's complicit but you know and not, of course you could be both i mean you can be complicit I mean, yes, yes, and yes, a victim yes. so i mean yeah, i mean i mean and, and and what you're talking about she's not a victim like the way they right. make it sound in this situation not that she's not a victim of other things but this she's she's complicit she's not a victim yeah why is this not loading anymore and now i can't move my move this thing back okay maybe if i stop sharing it will it let me oh and then it let me move back interesting all right um so yeah uh, let's see uh, uh anthony weiner 
move back in with human aberdeen that's his wife and mother of a child hmm the woman that was standing in the background that's her and the guy told you that will be a one-man show because my black you not having my black ass look like a fucking fool i mean is he laying the hammer down or i mean he just got out of jail for I like they got a divorce so now nah, she never went through with that divorce for like soliciting a um like a 15 year old or something like an underage girl remember he had that dick pic and shit and this yeah, baby was there why in the bed. i thought they was getting a divorce so i heard they was getting a divorce she this just, nigga is so embarrassing <clears throat> and her last name wiener right like she still don't even take his last name so you know it's not real Mm-mm. anthony wiener has moved back in with human aberdeen um the 54 year old was seen rolling boxes and designer garment bags in the hillary clinton a's home over the weekend Wiener never lived in the lower Manhattan apartment where human moved with their seven-year-old son Jordan soon after the disgraced politician went to prison. Wiener didn't have any help or as he used a trolley to cart in his belongings wearing a white tank top shorts and sneakers as he made several trips inside the building. Aberdeen had filed for divorce the day Wiener entered into a a guilty plea for sexing a 15-year-old girl in May 2017 which uh, the DailyMail.com exposed a year earlier but withdrew her request in January and decided to settle privately it's not clear whether we, where wiener has been staying since leaving a bronx halfway house in may after spending 21 months in custody for the illicit contact with a minor what does that mean we just we settled it privately i, I don't know I don't, I don't. so we got divorced privately i don't know they said they would settle it privately i guess they haven't officially divorced so maybe they worked it out i, I don't know i don't know what it means i hopefully never know uh the move comes weeks after wiener was seen lunching with a young brunette at a wall street brunch spot the disgraced politician was released from prison in february and went straight to living in the halfway house in the bronx leaving the halfway house in may uh he said he hoped to get back to my family and make up for some lost time Mm -hmm. shout out to uh deez the bronx in the house home of anthony wiener for a little bit i hope to be able to live a life of integrity and service i'm glad this chapter of my life is behind me he said he is now registered as a level one sex offender for the next 20 years so i don't know if it's really behind you but okay right. and a level one so they got levels of sex offenders of course I didn't know. Man. of course why would they not have levels they have levels of everything else okay um what you think all sex offenders are the same everybody get the, the, the highest level i didn't know there was levels i thought it was just that across the board i didn't realize a one two three four five okay i thought you registered you were just registered i don't know if that makes sense i didn't know that there was levels to the registration i mean it would make sense to make levels to me because i think certain people are higher risk than others that now that's true that's um, true but i don't i, I would want to know that information if i was a person living around somebody as a sex offender i would want to know the difference that like i said that's true but i just thought when people hear that the average person don't go what level are you okay i know i don't go what level are you <laughs> what what situ- what conversation have you ever been when you had to ask somebody what level sex offender were they that's why when they said level one sex offender i was like the fuck i did not know there was levels i, I want out of the rabbit hole so i'm just moving <laughs> on nothing you said made sense but i'm just moving on no no i'm no 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 it's too late what level are you that that would never come up in a conversation 
anyway right right it even was, if i knew somebody was a sex offender correct, i'm not gonna be like cor- hey correct. man so what level yes. you on yes yes i understand that that's why when you said level one sex offender i start asking questions because people don't talk like that i i've already moved on this is i i don't know what to say anymore i'm asking pertinent questions what level sex offender <laughs> yes they said level one and i'm at, and i did not know that there were levels to it so that's what prompted me to ask the questions because like you said people don't talk like that okay yeah you, you got it you explained it i totally understand where you're coming from now <laughs> i don't think you do i just would rather like not talk about this anymore <laughs> level are you yes you talking about some level one sex offender i know what i said i know what i said i know what i said you don't have to repeat it i won't understand it the 30th time you just saying the same thing to me what level are you oh man i'm a sex offender what oh man that's so interesting so what level are you yes apparently the, the paper you read told me what level he was i didn't know oh man i play basketball for a living oh what league you play in uh i play in the, uh i play in the g league oh, okay cool so you okay you're a professional level what level are you oh as a sex offender level seven i'm a level seven so you know i'm working on i'm trying to work my way up the ladder you know the corporate track race yeah trying to get trying to get to that number one dog working harder hardly working you know how it is a sex <laughs> offender so <laughs> Ah, what I'm saying makes sense. Achievement unlocked. Level I know seven. It does. Level seven sex offender. Achievement unlocked. Got my Xbox credit. Um, Southern Charm star Craig Conover swallowing his ego for ex Naomi Olindo. That's not an African woman. That's like a white woman to me. Ooh. What is happening? Low Naomi Olindo is just a regular white. Who I would have lost that in the motherfucking um if they would have had a uh <laughs> if they would have had a guest race on her name I would have lost the fuck out of that oh man I'm like what part of Nigeria is she from um oh I I'd have got that completely wrong right she like a off the like off the rack white like nothing nothing mm-hmm. nothing exotic yeah, quote unquote she, about her she looked like the 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 generic uh woman that's gonna be wearing melanin popping on Amazon yeah i mean she do like she could have like maybe a little bit of black ancestry in her but not a lot like she was basically like uh, cassidy banks or some shit uh craig conover and naomi olindo's breakup may be at the root of the latest southern charm drama but their real lives are much different than what makes it to tv olindo 26 and conover 30 began dating in 2015 and broke up last year when olindo began dating her new boyfriend metul shah conover was left with some unresolved feelings that are currently being explored on the show i mean we've been friends for a while so i think i hope for the best but i don't really see her uh conover told page six on wednesday as he as for how he plans to handle their relationship at the upcoming reunion i'd say i'm just keeping my feelings in check honestly it's gonna be like swallowing my ego out of respect for naomi's new life but i'm a big point prover and it's gonna be like and i don't like not being right but it's gonna be more of a just sitting back and being like it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong even though i'm gonna say stuff it would do more damage than not conover asked to keep asked that keeping his opinions to himself was actually helped has actually helped their friendship oh he added that 
charleston's a small town but i ran into naomi with a boyfriend at a friend's birthday party the other week and you know stuff happens on the show so it's fine we still say hi and be cordial so if i was on instagram after the episode trying to prove a point then i don't think we could be cordial but his co-star austin crow thinks differently there's always gonna be an unresolved something between craig and naomi but for the sake of our friend group and such they always keep it cordial in each other's faces i do declare uh he told us sorry i've never seen southern charm i just imagine that's how they sound the same i mean they are white people from the south right Mm -hmm. and and rich white people if, if i'm not mistaken so is that not how they talk uh mm. <laughs> i swear it's a might swelter going on today in charleston i need to lay down a spell um let's see uh you know what we got time i think to do some uh some guest the race so let's, let's do move it. over to guest the race real quick that's the wrong song now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a goddamn racist all right let's get into the, the the article an illinois correctional officer has been charged with forging a lottery ticket worth tens of thousands of dollars oh daryl berry 46 is charged in cook county with a felony county uh with a felony county i guess for count of fraud and a felony count of violation of illinois lottery law he turned himself into custody of the police uh of the state police on july 12th uh, he allegedly attempted to cash an alter illinois lottery scratch off ticket worth twenty thousand dollars october 1st 2018 state police said it was unclear where he attempted to cash it state police were told of the alleged fraud on december 12th and secured charges against barry on july 17th state police said the case was handled by illinois state police division of internal investigations uh spokesperson of the illinois department of corrections did not reply to a request for comment thursday evening judge mary murabio uh uh marubio uh, on thursday ordered him held on twenty five thousand dollars bail he said i can pay you just give me a second to forge a lottery ticket um karen guess the race of uh daryl berry daryl berry white karen's going white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe white the compensation is unsatisfactory white white racks on racks uh racketeering black the blacker the berry the more jail time they get a white man i guess he's gonna be scratching off in prison for the next 26 years black that's an off the rack white and daryl smokes newports black black the correct answer is and karen went with white you got it right white many of you negras went with black and you were wrong yep 
guy should have should have known when i said correctional officer okay this ain't rick ross just a regular oh, white uh all right let's go to the next one um go back real quick um let's see um springdale um uh, police a springdale man assaults an employee with a box of stolen bagel bites uh police said must be everything bagels i mean uh police said i just i take it back i take it back jay please don't tell queen i was just joking okay we don't need we don't need to rehash the pit uh police said springdale a springdale man stole a box of bagel bites from a local dollar tree assaulted the manager with the box and then ran into the nearby wendy's and slapped the customer well goddamn he was on a spree he was having a quite a day he was multitasking roger bradenoff bradenoff roger bradenoff 49 was arrested monday in connection with the robbery second degree assault resisting arrest public intoxication and disorderly conduct police were called around 4 30 p.m to a dollar tree oh man don't it always start there mm-hmm. dollar trees and chuggy cheese you don't want to be caught up in there Mm-mm. where the manager said bradenoff was causing a disturbance how could you tell it was a dollar tree isn't it always a disturbance the man said Brightenoff berated the cashier before stealing the pizza flavored bagel bites and pushing the manager out of his way to escape the store. The manager said he followed Brightenoff out the store. Oh wow. For for the Dollar Tree money? Pish posh. Mm My jurisdiction ends when that motherfucking door closes. Up he got away. Call the cops. Um for a dollar bagels. Mm-hmm. Uh so he followed them outside the store um and then uh that's where he hit him in the head with the box the manager got hit upside the head uh brighten off then went next door to wendy's and slapped the woman inside the restaurant a random customer out of her business i (laughs) I, can i have a, a chili ouch jesus police arrived and struggled to get him in handcuffs police pieced together brighten off short disturbance from store witnesses and a woman said he slapped her inside wendy's she told police uh he had come into the wendy's next door and slapped her brighten off is being held on $3,500 bond uh karen uh guess the race of roger uh brighten off why wow, this article won't show his picture only had cheese on them bagels white <laughs> all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um bagel bite so i don't sound anti-semitic adjacent white like the cronut the eat and beat bagel is all right what is all the hold on i gotta scroll up y'all going too fast uh all the rage among the whites giving gives new meaning to the food slaps um philadelphia cream cheese white white hot mess was able to get away with three crimes in three minutes and a nigga would have been arrested for the first crime pepperoni hot pocket bagel bites white everything bagel bites white pizza bagels that's a white meth head bagel balls too white white that's a doughy white dude white white ain't no negro word about dollar trees money <laughs> you talking about the manager that's a white he's white bagels are the fried chicken white cracker uh breaking bad bagels the correct answer is i don't know if anyone said anything other than white but uh the correct answer is white (laughs) 
i'm trying to get his picture up but this shit don't have the um the right picture of this dude but he is a white he's a white dude man i don't i don't know why the fucking this thing won't show me the the right picture so let's just go to the next one uh because uh it's not working right now um all right let's go to the bonus round karen you're two for two so far i believe Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race. So far, Karen is two for two. Mm-hmm. Very rare two for two. Right. But can she finish it off? Can she complete the set with a three for three? I will try. We'll see, guys. All right. Um, let's see. Police are searching for a wig wearing bandit. The Cobb County police search for a man accused of robbing several businesses while wearing wigs. Police say the man has robbed multiple waffle houses, a bank, and two drugstores. Oh! In the most recent case, the man's accused of passing a note to a tuck- Tucker Waffle House waitress demanding cash, according to the police. Authorities are asking anyone recognize the man to call the Cobb County police. Okay. Well, I mean i don't know what the description gonna be if you see somebody that's that's got their hair laid to the for the gods uh <laughs> make sure you let us know can i guess the race i i'm gonna recruit myself because i think i seen this one i didn't know everything that he did so I'm gonna oh okay myself. okay okay well you know what since you recuse yourself i'm just gonna give a free one to everybody that was black okay he was black and uh his wigs to be honest not good fits i'm actually a love i'm i'm, I'm I just actually happened to see it on facebook i didn't realize he did all that shit but i've but seen that's i'm actually I, a little sad by his uh by his wig game this is actually not these are not good wigs i don't he look like isaac hayes in one of these oh no yeah hey you know what he looked like uh them uh them uh uh people on twitter to be doing them funny videos sometimes the instagram black men in wigs has gone too fucking far come on instagram comedians look what you have rocked a uh, instagram bandit okay he is out here uh out here with his lace front getting his crimes on come on because joanna scammer looks way better oh man all right let me see how much time we got left maybe i can find one more okay uh let's see um uh officials florida man robs wendy's after grilling a burger uh florida okay. officials say they're looking for a hamburglar who broke into two restaurants fixed himself some food and then stole money the martin county sheriff's office said oh, the suspect shit. forced his way into wendy's in jensen beach florida by smashing a window with a brick he then fired up the grill made himself a hamburger and walked away with the stores safe he also went to another jensen beach restaurant where he helped himself to more food and money he must have knew the layout cause first of all how long it take to warm up that grill i mean he right. knew the cops wasn't coming he knew they you smashed coming. the window and knew they wasn't coming and went in there and was like fired it up too you know that shit take the smooth 20 30 minutes to heat up in the morning what kind of alarm system they got in that wendy's authorities say he also tried to rob a gas station but could not break in on uh, facebook officer posted a photo asked the public for help identify a suspect karen guess the race oh white karen's going white on this one let's check the chat room wait, oh wait, wait hold on hold on a second and then we'll check the chat room uh, there you go. 
all right so i see white already on there florida mm-hmm. we are letting go you go black uh let's see all the way white tyrone biggums black oh damn that's a nigga with uh wait that's a nigga with the munchies he had time today black tried to rob a gas station with no car black one who does all of that banking at the liquor store all that grocery shopping at the dollar store black uh, a lot of blacks on this one cooked his own burgers with sandals on white ronald mcdonald that's a clown that's not a race um what race is ronald mcdonald you know what? that's a rabbit hole i'm not going down <laughs> white the correct answer is care you got it right he was white A lot of people went black on this one and y'all got it wrong hey baby make your uh guess the race bring that down there you go oh yeah i'll write it down yeah yeah that's him uh yeah you know what's funny about that is they were, everybody was like oh so many of y'all was like he's black he's black he's black i didn't say he fried some chicken i said he made a burger on the grill i mean come on guys cannot believe y'all missed that layup you ain't said he fried the chicken hard if i would have said he made himself a spicy chicken extra pickles well okay now we're talking uh all right let's let's do sore ratchet you just said he threw a steak on the grill well done we could have had a conversation all right well don't have steaks up in uh wendy's yes I would have said he washed it down with a sprite well all right okay <laughs> then i could see you going black oh man that stereotype is true black people love sprite at the drive-thru man mm-hmm. anybody one ever, drink you ever worked uh fast food you know that i don't give a fuck i know it's a stereotype but that bitch was true Mm-hmm. Little sprite. <laughs> I used to be mouthing to the other employees when I worked the drive through. They'd be like, "And hey, let me get a uh," and I just mouth to the other people. Sprite. Let me get a uh uh sprite. Okay, yes, sir. I know. And then one time I said it too fast, and then the person got offended. It was like, "Yeah, let me get a number three uh extra size uh, large uh fries, and uh let me get a." And I was like, a "Sprite." It was like, "What?" I was like, "Oh, I mean uh uh what what, what would you like, sir?" A sprite, of course, but still let me say it uh seattle police are investigating a 36 year old man who was stabbed with a sword and the encampment he was staying in under interstate at the encampment he was staying in under interstate five near soto and it was set on fire officers met the man who was stabbed around 3 20 p.m uh near the encampment the man told police there was a large disturbance at the camp and that someone he didn't know stabbed him in the arm with a sword his wrist was also broken Ooh. an officer performed first aid on the victim and who was later taken to medical center in stable condition so this sounds like maybe some homeless people or something you know seattle has a huge problem with like homeless people firefighters put out the fire in the camp seattle's police south precedent precinct anti-crime team was not able to find a suspect there so this motherfucker just warm in the streets with a sword in the motherfucking uh some shit some arson kit so apparently good luck everybody all right that's it for today thank you guys for listening we'll be back uh probably tomorrow definitely not wednesday though mm-hmm. uh so until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>